Hey yo, what up? I'm Nicholas Williams, aka Nikki, aka Drip, the irregular talker who speaks life to people. I welcome you to Truth Be Told, a podcast set to place you in your deepest realities through the truth that sets you free. For every young blood, heads up, let's go. Hello people, how you doing? I welcome you to this episode in Truth Be Told and a Happy New Year to any of you who are just tuning in for the first time. Thank you, I love you, I love you. So I'm very sure you've gotten to see the e-flyer and here you are wanting to listen to what we have to say in this episode about faith and fantasy and trust me, you're in the right place because you're really going to be learning a lot and your life will never remain the same. Trust me. <laughs> so yeah today like i said earlier i'm talking about faith and fantasy and yeah i think we just start with defining what faith is and what fantasy is at the same time you get so you all know what um, the scripture says about faith already the bible says in hebrews 11 1 it said now faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen right so when you have faith in believing when you have faith you are believing in something that seems impossible and improbable in the human eyes but yet can be made possible through the agency of the spirit that is, you are trusting in something transcendent from this world, something supernatural, something that eyes and the normal brain will not just phantom. And this gives a spiritual person an advantage, unlike a regular person whose fate might be likened to an illusion. So why fantasy is the faculty or activity of imagining impossible and improbable things? It's crystal clear that fantasies are not realistic. And don't get to work because even you that is fantasizing don't believe in it. Because your subconscious mind, your subconscious mind feels like it's just you daydreaming and like it's an illusion. You get. So from faith and fantasy that I've defined, this will take me into imaginations. And yeah, I want to show you how that your imaginations meet a lot in your faith journey. And now that it isn't voodoo or demonic as it has been said in the past. You get so gone are those days that we are imbibed to believe that imaginations were bad and they were spiritual attacks, that they were totally wrong. But now, nah, imagination is the experience that one has when they deal with reality or how they deal with reality. Why fantasy is an unrealistic byproduct of that imagination. Do you get the difference now? Imaginations are like an image-making power of the mind. It's the act of creating or reproducing ideally an object not previously perceived. The ability to create such images, imaginations, is one of the most advanced human faculties. And I'm sure so many people do not know that. That so many people do not know that. That is one of the most human faculties, um, advanced human faculties that many do not know. And of course, fantasies come from imaginations, only that they are different. They seem like they are the same, but they are totally different. Fantasy is you dealing with something that is unrealistic, that can't even come to pass. It's like you daydreaming, like you know those movies, fairy tales and stuff that you watch. But your, fa- but your imagination 
is picturing something, a making power of your mind that can be connected to your faith. So you get. So as spiritual people, we should learn to make use of the power of imagination in order to make our faith work. And guess what? Imaginations are free. Yeah, imaginations are free. You don't have to pay a penny for it. I mean, totally nothing. Nobody is collecting shindai from you. So why can't you imagine? Why can't you imagine a good future for yourself? Why can't you imagine that that sickness is going to leave you? Why can't you imagine that everything is going to be better for you? Why can't you imagine those things? Why can't you imagine seeing yourself in a place of success and happiness? Because your imaginations truly are channels to your visions. Just like these contemporary times, we watch a lot of movies from studios like DreamWorks and Marvel, among many others. They make so many amazing movies, and I know you catch up with some of them, even on Netflix, and you get to download some of them in it. And guess what? Those amazing movies were just brought from a place of imaginations. Hmm? But some of these movies get to play in reality. You may call it fantasies, but no, really, they are not fantasies. You get. They're really not fantasies. And then we are not we are not surprised when we get to see this team play in reality because they have registered in our brain already from the movie that you watched the other day. Can you remember that movie you watched the other day? You remember, yeah? <laughs> now imagine we as spiritual people begin to use this weapon of imaginations coupled with our faith. It's an anointing actually, and no one will charge you for it, making use of this your imaginative power you get you know like compared to those guys who make amazing movies that you are rushing to watch now and they get to do things that they get to start to play in this present reality that's through their imagination they got those things those things not just fantasies because fantasies obviously don't come to reality you get so it's their imagination, their mind power. They foresaw, they, 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 they foresaw something. And because of their faith, indirectly, even if some of those things were in the wrong way, their faith was in it. And it came to reality. Do you get me? So many times I just wonder why do we spend time imagining the negative things? And we don't spend time imagining the great things God has installed for us. Some folks be like, what if I imagine and, and have faith and it doesn't come to pass? The truth you need to know is that the obedience to believe after imagining is your job. And the outcome is God's job. I don't think you get that. You know, when you ask me a question like, what if I imagine and I have faith and I pray and it doesn't come to pass? When you ask me, that what if I do it and it doesn't come to pass? Okay, I'm asking you to what if you do it and it comes to pass? What if you believe? What if you obey and believe? Do you get to the other side? So like I said, the truth is you need to know that the obedience to believe after imagining and having faith is your job. And the outcome is God's job. The outcome of what you are believing in is God's job. So why the stress? Why do you stress? It's not your job to do what you believe in. It's God's job. And if it doesn't happen, that's on him. That's on the big G. 
So my job and your job is to believe, only believe. Say to yourself, my job is to believe, only to believe. For us many who, for us many who believe the name, to um, like the Bible says, to us who believe in Him, they He gave you power to become sons of God. To to those who believe, so if you don't believe, you won't get these things in it. So your job is to believe. Truth is, many of us have skipped God. We do not believe. We can't, we can't even imagine ourselves doing great things. It's sort of a problem for some folks. Only believe and imagine it while it's not. Imagine those things even when it's not there physically. You necessarily don't have to see it yet, like physically, but you can see it in your mind. Scripture says, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. All the plans that God has for those who are his own, paraphrasing that. It is true that eyes have not seen and even ears haven't heard. But you know what? Your imaginations can open the space for you. Your imaginations can grant you access to phantom those things. He said, eyes have not seen and ears haven't even heard. Ears haven't even heard it yet. But that is, but that's it. Don't restrict yourself. It doesn't restrict you, the owner, the, the, the person living the life. He said, other eyes have not seen. It doesn't mean your your eyes have not seen it physically, but it doesn't mean your imagination can't phantom it. Do you get? (laughs) I hope you're following me. I hope you're getting what I'm trying to say. And trust me, the more you're listening to this, the more your faith is growing right now. I'm stirring up something in you. So right now, just begin to, to see yourself being healed away from that sick bed, away from that asthma, away from that 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 appendix away from those attacks in the dream and everything imagine yourself living your life to the fullest in which god wants you to live because as i'm speaking to you there are several things happening healing are happening the the breaking of chains of ignorance from your heart is being is being shattered right now just by you listening so i beg you just connect all your heart to this in it so I'll just, I'll just explain some principles about how our faith starts, how we can start our faith, how we can walk our faith, how we can move in our faith, how we can have faith. I think I'll just share some about like two or three important principles, then I wrap up because I know you're gaining a lot already even from the beginning. So our faith starts with imagination. That's number one. Number one, you can write it down if you're noting something down. Our faith starts with imaginations. I have emphasized on imaginations already, so I might not really be saying a lot about it again. And I hope you get it now. Yeah? I have made you saying that imaginations work in line with your faith. If you put it to work, and also how that your imaginations are not more mere fantasies your imaginations are not mere fantasies if you use it well yeah so that's that so our faith starts with our imaginations you use your imaginations first you first imagine it you imagine yourself in that job in that in that good and happy family life you first see it you first imagine it you first you first see yourself getting up from that sick bed you first see yourself standing up from from every problem that maybe your family have gone through and all of those things you see yourself rising above it 
you first see those things first. That's what comes first. That's the first way to apply faith. Do you get? So your imaginations, your imaginations with birth instructions, then you get into visions. So number two point is plain visions. Just like he said to Abacock, he said, write down the vision, write it down plain. So when you imagine, instructions will definitely come because your imagine is not just a source for you to just fantasize. Your imagination is a source for you to connect with God, having faith, trying to see God's plan, God's intent for you. So when God instructs you while you're imagining, when he shows you something, you write it down in a plain vision. You make it plain. You write it down. That's number two point. Plain vision. Plain vision. You get So this is the thing about visions. It stands as a receipt that you have received now, but will be used to receive something in the future. You didn't get that. Visions are stands. Vision stands as a receipt that you have received now, but will be used to receive something in the future. Just like when you order something from an online store today, you get to get the receipt even before the thing is being delivered to you. Yeah? Am I right? Because the receipt stands as an evidence of what you got. The receipt stands as an evidence that yes, I paid for this. That yes, I saw this. That yes, I ordered for this. In it. So when my imagination comes as a result of my faith, I receive a receipt, which is my vision. And I make it down. I write it down plain. When you receive it, write it down with audacity. So you can move from just normal imaginations into fulfilling your vision. So even if the vision doesn't happen in our own timetable, even if it doesn't happen in your own timetable, even if it doesn't happen in my own timetable, I can take it back to the owner. (laughs) You didn't get that. Even if that thing I wrote down, that imagination, those things he told me, those instructions that I wrote down, that I saw myself in, in the next four or five or ten years, that I wrote them down plain, even if it doesn't come to pass, as he said, it's going to... I will take it back to the owner because my vision is now my receipt is my evidence so I take it back to the owner and I show him that see you said you were going to grant me long life you said I'm not going to be sick you said you will bless me in riches you will bless me now see I brought the evidence this is not happening but this is my evidence the receipt you gave to me the other day this is it. Because he instructed Abercock. He told him to, he said, put it down. Just like he told Abercock. Like I said, almost from an imagination into vision just by obeying instruction. He obeyed instructions. He put it down. And even till now, what Abercock wrote that day, we are still running with it. So my job is to obey by believing. And ease is to bring the outcome of my belief. That's the big G now. That's God. Okay, let me share this. Let me share this now. I remember starting truth be told with a vision 
I remember starting Truth Be Told with a vision. And then 11 months later, I am still here. I am still here with my receipt. And if anything goes wrong, my receipt, my evidence, which is my vision, I can easily take it back to him and tell him, God, see what is happening. You told me to do this, but look, here is the receipt. It's not happening as you said it was going to happen. Here is the receipt. Looking at it. So now I look at my receipt. I look at the evidence. I look at those things I wrote those times and I see them coming to pass. And if they don't come to pass, I take it back to him. And when they come to pass, I'm not surprised because I saw it. I'm not really surprised. (laughs) Do you get me? So I easily take it back. You take it back to him because it's not your job to fulfill those things. Your job is just to believe. Now here is where your faith comes in. Your hope. Point number three. Hope is the fuel of your faith. Hope is the fuel of your faith. Scripture says faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. That's NLT now. Many times when I ask some people, do you have hope that this thing is possible and it will happen? They can, they can give tons of excuses why it won't happen. And the truth is, without hope, your faith can't be foiled. It's just the truth. Without hope, your faith can't be foiled. So if you don't hope, how do you want to foil your faith? If you put imaginations together, if you write it down, to, if you make it plain in paper, you make, it, you make the vision plain, and you don't have hope that those things will happen. You can't foil your faith. Your faith can't be foiled. Yeah. So these steps I've shared with you are free. You don't need a degree or skill to follow the vision. And you don't, you, you don't need to acquire one course or anything to follow this vision. And see them come to reality. Hope is free. And when you get hope, that turns into extraordinary faith. You don't have to be illiterate to do this. I remember hoping to get my equipment for truth be told. I first imagined having them. I saw them literally before they came. And then I wrote all of them down. I wrote the cost. I wrote everything I needed down. Then I had hope. I believed that God was going to do it. And this will take me to that last point where... I will say I walked my faith out. You know, the Bible spoke about walking our faith out, right? <laughs> this will take me to number four, point number four, walking your faith out. I started confessing and being specific about when it will come regardless of how impossible, or, or regardless of how impossible it seemed. I started talking differently. I started seeing differently. No, this is it. No, that was it. No, this is how it was going to come. It was possible in my eyes already. So it wasn't so surprising when it came. Because I saw it even when I had nothing to lean on. It's not even pride at all. It's the reward you get for obeying simple principles. I remember when someone runs to me and tells me they are sick in, in their body or they are in need of something. My response mo- mo- most of the times is that, do you believe? Because your, your job is just to believe. 
and can you get specific on what you want to see? What result do you want to see? Because I might be thinking you might, maybe you want a breakthrough, but that's not what you want. I might be thinking that maybe you want a twin, but that's not what you want. Speak what you want. You be specific. In it. So that's how I rule. Don't mind me. I, I believe a lot in demonstrations. And why I do that is because what you confess with your mouth matters a lot. Because in your tongues lie good and evil. I was so conscious and mindful of that. And never to forget the place of studying the word. Never to forget this place. After doing all of this, never to forget the place of studying the word by yourself. Because the word is your capital. If you are close to me, you would you would be familiar with, with that word already. Yeah, so I studied and confessed God's word. Not just because of what I needed, but I was learning about him and also crazy faith too. And I didn't just want to be spoon-fed like so many of us do. I didn't just want to be spoon-fed by pastors. I don't want to be spoon-fed by what pastor says all the time. I wanted to know and demonstrate these things myself too. Because the truth is, ignorance has killed a large number of us, even in the church today. Things that we could have gotten by studying the world coupled with some demonstrations. We have so dwelled on people to, to, to do those things for us. To do the work for us instead. To read and study and pray for us instead. And that's why we don't get to see the outcome most times. Because we are stuck into religion many a times. Because of our laziness. That's why it's hard sometimes. Listen, we are a product of what your eyes and ears feed on every time and every day. Invest in being intimate with the Father. Soak yourself in His Word. Your word His Word is truly your computer. And then watch yourself walk in crazy feet and not mere fantasies. Even when you are tired, you have hope. You have hope. Because you are all personified. You cannot be sick in your body. You can't be sick in your body because he has healed you. You are all personified. You are fit. All your needs are met because you are all personified. You know it will come. You demonstrate it. You are specific. You follow the words that God has said to you and you see them walk because you put them plain and you run with it. Mm? So I believe just by hearing these words, you have been seared up. Because I'm not going to pray for you. I just came to talk to you as my brother and sister so you can be steered up to touch yourself. Pray for yourself. Walk your faith out. For you to walk your faith out. And do those things that you don't do before. Do those things that you will normally not do before. Do those things that are beyond imaginations. Have some crazy faith instead of mere fantasies. Do you get? Begin to begin to start your faith with imagination. See it. See that place you want to get to in 5-10 years. See them. Write them plain. Imagine them. See it. Write the visions. Write them plain. Run with it. 
do you get walk your feet hope 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 oh god have hope because hope is the fuel of your feet have hope walking your feet out walk it out walk it out walk your feet out and never downplay confessing God's word and soaking yourself in it and having intimacy with the father do not downplay it in your lifetime because this thing works if I knew something else that worked better I would have told you I would have told you about a charm that people do I would have told you about voodoos and occultic stuffs people do it will work faster but you will die earlier believe be obedient be obedient because it's your job your job is not to fulfill it just like abraham abraham believed and because of his belief he was counted to him as righteousness just believe and watch what god will do watch how will make your life a wonder your whole personified remember yeah <laughs> So nice to have you on this episode. I trust that you were really blessed and this has really changed your mindset away from the regular thought you have before. And this helps you to see because you have nothing to lose if you begin to see. Thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you. I love you so much. And man, I'm really glad because we keep seeing progress on TBT every single day, right? From the sponsors to the to the number of country our podcast um, keeps keeps going to the number of streaming. And recently, we just entered over 1K listeners, and man, we are super excited. We're really happy, and this wouldn't have been possible if not of God and you. So I'm really, really grateful on behalf of me and my team. We're saying thank you. We are going to be one year next year. We're going to be, sorry, we're going to be one year next month. And man, I'm really excited and pumped up. Even even if next month is not here yet. But yeah, to the next episode that we're going to be releasing, the last episode this month. You know, I said I was going to increase how many times I drop our podcast. So I'm going to be doing three times every month. So we're going to be releasing another episode next week. And man, is really going to be fired up. Next week, or I mean, next two weeks, that's going to be the end of the month. <laughs> and man, you don't want to miss it. I had such an amazing, it's going to be such an amazing session with an amazing brother of mine. And trust me, you just don't want to miss it. <laughs> so yeah, I hope you've been blessed. I trust you are. See you another time to the next episode. See you again. Blessings.